0: Are you ready to take your accounting career to new heights? Look no further. You're listening to From Zero to Millions, Accounting Edition. I'm Kelly Roars.
1: And I'm Bilal Mihana. Together, we bring you treasure trove of expertise in the world of accounting. As the founders of our own firms, we truly understand the challenges you face day in and day out. Our combined experience with small and online businesses, paired with our background in accounting and entrepreneurship, is sure to help you bring your firm to the next level
0: together we'll deep dive into essential topics like staffing technology billing goal setting hr and tax planning we're here to provide practical advice that applies to cpas accountants and business owners alike so don't miss out on the opportunity to supercharge your accounting career and build the firm of your dreams Hello and welcome to this week's episode of From Zero to Millions Accounting Edition. This week, we have myself, Kelly Roars, and Dave Spence. David is a CFP and a CPA, and he's got a lot of other acronyms, which I will not try to pronounce on this episode, so go check him out on LinkedIn and you could see the rest of them. David is an investment advisor retirement planner and educator to tax professionals. So thanks for joining us today.
1: Hey, my pleasure, Kelly. How are you?
0: Good. I'm so happy you could join us. I know we've been connected for some time here on LinkedIn and we've worked in coordination together and it's nice to see you. Good
1: to see you too.
0: So today we're having you on to talk about alternatives to everyday public accounting, your thoughts on tax planning future tax rates. I know you feel very strongly about this and I love where you're coming from and a little bit about your world, being a financial advisor and opportunities for other CPAs.
1: Yeah. I spent six years in public accounting, doing a lot of tax work, some audit work and so forth. And I fell in love with the concept of financial planning. So I started looking into it. And at the time... CPAs couldn't do any financial planning advice. Basically, it was quite a while ago. And as I looked further into that, I decided to take the plunge and leave public accounting because the best experts out there in the financial planning world were dealing with products. They were recommending strategies and then they would put on a different hat and they would talk about the products that would get you to where you want to go. So, I took that plunge. I hated leaving public accounting. I did some tax work for a while. I worked some part-time work with a CPA firm, but I pursued the CFP. Doing the planning, really, I fell in love with that. That was some 35 years ago. I've been a CPA for 40 years, a CFP for 35 years, and I do feel strongly that this is the best time to bring the two professions together because we're facing some tremendous threats that people aren't talking about. And I can explain that in a few minutes why people aren't talking about it.
0: I think there's a lot of opportunity for CPAs to pursue additional licenses and to become a certified financial planner is really going to be able to help your clients in so many more ways, in so much more detail. I know you don't do tax returns anymore, but at least if you're in the tax planning space and be able to manage your client's investments. It's a one-stop shop that it could be. That's really interesting. So I know one of the, I guess, most prominent things you like to talk about is where the country's at and what opportunities you see because of the problems that we're facing. So why don't we talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. In my experience of Like I said, 40 years, I've seen a lot of bad stuff out there, especially on the financial services side. So it's very natural that CPAs and tax professionals don't really want to go there. They don't want to even refer clients sometimes because of the fear that they're going to get a bad deal. The client's not going to be taken care of. So my thinking is that if we brought the best of the financial advisors together with the best of the tax professionals, we could protect the client in the end and do a much better job. So we got some hurdles to overcome with that. But now is really the time to do it. When you talk about where the country is, our debt is completely out of hand and no one's addressing it in Congress. There's gridlock on Capitol Hill. There's bickering all the time. You can't vote for one thing that your opposing party supports. It's just terrible. And the debt has gotten to $33.8 trillion as of this morning. And the interest on that debt, according to Bloomberg, a recent announcement there was that that debt interest only, just to pay the interest on previous borrowings, is going to exceed $1 trillion in the next fiscal year. So of our budget, our national budget, 92 cents goes to four different things. Social Security, Medicare and Medicaid, the defense budget, and now interest on the debt. And interest on the debt is soon to take over spot number three instead of spot number four. But what can you do to get out of trouble, get out of the debt? to give you an idea, I put this in one of my LinkedIn posts. A million seconds equals 11 days. One billion seconds equals 31 and a half years. And one trillion seconds equals 315 centuries. So it's an outrageous problem. And it's going up. The debt is going up by about a million dollars every 40 seconds. So they're just kicking the can down the road. They extend the budget. They raise the ceiling all the time and they fight the heck over it. But we've never been in this kind of pickle before where the debt was this high relative to the gross domestic product. And that's how they measure it. The only time we were close was back after World War II. And after World War II, we went 40 years between 1945 and 1985 with tax rates that were 50 to 100% higher than they are today. When Reagan was an actor... Back in the late 40s, he would make a movie and be paid about a hundred thousand dollars. The tax rate at two hundred thousand dollars was ninety-four percent for the IRS and six percent for California. So after two movies, he wouldn't even get paid. So he would make two movies a year and move on, go to his ranch and then come back in January. That was outrageous. And we have to face that kind of thing again. Back then you didn't have the baby boomers. When I talked about those expenses. All these baby boomers, 10,000 a day on average are retiring, and they're going on to Social Security, they're going on to Medicare and Medicaid, they support the defense, they're not going to allow you to cut costs very far. So the only thing you can do is raise taxes, and they don't want that either, but we can't just let this go on forever. So I think it's a great time to start thinking about rates are going to be higher in the future. If you knew that the rates are going to be higher, if you believe that they're going to be higher, what you should be doing now is saying, okay, I'm in a 22 or 24% tax bracket, even 32 That's going to be lower than where I'm going to be when I'm kicking back and retired and spending my money. So why don't I pay the taxes now? Why don't I line up all the Roth accounts I can? And if I can do more than just Roth eyes everything, there are other things you can do as well. You can do HSA accounts. You can do reverse mortgages. You can do life insurance as an investment vehicle and overfund it and take money out tax-free. There's a bunch of different things, and I go into them in one of my courses, but that's where I think we should be thinking and talking to clients about. And tax planning shouldn't just be for the next 12 months. It should be for the next 12 years, the next 22 years. So that's what I'm trying to do. And I'm trying to bring the tax professionals and the financial advisors together about it.
0: Okay, great. So and there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> I think first and foremost, I want to summarize, like, of course, we know that the national debt is just unsustainable. It's super high. It just continues to get higher. We keep sending money to places overseas. We're never catching up at this point. And everybody's been talking about Social Security for years. That's going to run out. The baby boomers, like some of them are not collecting yet. There's a major, major problem and something's got to give. And honestly, it's unreal to think that the tax rates were so high when people were getting paid peanuts back in the 40s and the 30s and time of war. It's really unreal. So people don't realize the highest tax bracket right now is 37 percent on the federal level. And it used to be in the 80s and 90s.
1: Right. When I went to college, I graduated in the last year of the 70s. And all through the 70s, the highest tax bracket was 70%. And in the 60s, the average tax rate was 65% on average middle-class Americans. So we have to realize that there's only two ways to balance the budget. And we haven't balanced the budget, by the way, since 2001. That's the last time we had a balanced budget. So for 22 straight years, we've been losing money. Who runs a business that way? right? And another thing, let me tell you a few myths. People say, well, if this is all true, I think my financial advisor would tell me this. They would take care of it. Or my tax professional would take care of that. Those are a couple of myths you need to get rid of because tax professionals, as we all know, are just too busy. They're crammed. They're challenged by keeping up with crazy, sophisticated tax laws that have existed for years. And they're under deadlines all the time. All the work has to be done and crammed into periods of time that don't even allow them to talk to their clients. So they can't really think about the future. They also want your bill to be as cheap as it can be. So why would they tell you to convert $100,000 of your IRA to a Roth? That's going to raise your bill and you have to fork over forty dollars And that's the reason the financial advisor probably wouldn't talk about it either, because he would lose assets under management. Convert $100,000 of this account over to Roth, and we'll just take the forty grand out and pay it to the IRS. No, I'm not going to tell you that, right?
0: Most people are not talking about this. And I think it's for many of the reasons that you said, the tax professionals are way too busy and nobody has a crystal ball. Let's face it. We can talk about, oh, what is the tax rate going to be in three years from now? We don't know. Sure, there's going to be new legislation post Tax Cuts and Jobs Act is going to expire 2025. We all know that. And that's coming a lot sooner than I think people are realizing we're looking for a big change. Do we think that that's really going to go down with a state of affairs? Whoever's running for office is not going to say, hey, we're going to raise your tax rates to get elected, but it's going to have to happen in the future. And I can't predict what the tax rates are going to be, but Just at a minimum, like people don't realize that there are some taxes that are going up every single year. Like the Social Security max is going up every year pretty significantly. For 2024, I think it's going to be like 170 and change elected, but it's going to have to happen in the future. And again, I can't predict. What the tax rates are going to be, but just at a minimum, people don't realize that there are some taxes that are going up every single year. Like the Social Security max is going up every year pretty significantly. You know, for 2024, I think it's going to be like 170 and change. And only three or four years ago, it was like 130. So that alone is a pretty large chunk that's increasing pretty quickly. But there are things that we can do. And again, tax professionals aren't talking about this because they're too busy. They've got too much going on. They don't want to think about what's going to happen next. Financial advisors, maybe they're not a tax person, so they're not even going to delve into that world. And if you are talking about some tax-free planning for retirement, They're probably not going to suggest for you to convert $100,000 of a traditional IRA into a Roth IRA at this point because they're going to lose out on fees if your account goes down and you have to pay tax on. So I know you briefly mentioned a couple of different tools, but I love the HSA, the Roth IRA, maybe some life insurance mixed in there if it's the right fit for you and your cash flow. But I'm telling my clients some of these tax planning techniques, and I'm discussing with advisors that I trust, financial advisors. And it's amazing what they tell me goes on when they talk to other tax professionals. You're like, no, it doesn't make sense. Your tax rate's gonna be so much lower when you retire. And how the hell do we know what's gonna happen when you're retiring in 25 years? There's no way that the tax rate's going to be the same.
1: Right. For the same reason that you diversify your investments, you've got to diversify your taxes. Everybody wants to suck away as much as they can now. I see doctors and high net worth people putting $150,000 into a defined benefit plan or something like that. That's fine for this year, but you better start converting it in future years when you don't have that big tax bite because converting it at 22, 24, 32, even 35 is going to make sense when your tax rate could be 60 in the future. So it's really important. And another thing is that tax professionals are in a precarious position for a lot of reasons. You got artificial intelligence coming in and everybody's talking about what that's going to do. Is it going to help us? Is it going to hurt us? A lot of the tax pros I talk to about this, they say, well, I'd love to do what you're talking about. Can I get rid of the tax prep part altogether? And you don't have the young blood coming in. You don't have people. The graduation rate has gone down. And you got all the baby boomers. And a lot of them are tax professionals. So we're under a lot more stress. The deadlines are still there. They're terrible. Long hours. Everybody's low balling. You've got cost fee pressures. So there's a lot to think about. And as these things develop, you can be under the train or get ahead of it. But I think it's a great time to put together the best minds and honest people in the financial planning world with tax professionals who know more than the financial advisors do and can make sure that it all gets done. And there's no reason you shouldn't be able to charge a higher fee to your clients saying, we're not just doing your tax compliance. We're planning your taxes for the rest of your life. And that's going to take an annual checkup. We're going to have to look at where you are year to date, where the end of your next tax bracket is, how much we can convert, what we can do here, what we can do there. And if you do that as a team, everybody wins. The advisor wins, the tax professional wins. You're able to charge more and a client's happy to pay more. And in the end, the client is not going to fall through all the potholes and traps that you can fall to all along the way.
0: So you bring up an interesting point about tax professionals being afraid of what's going to happen with AI. Are we going to lose our jobs? Are we going to lose the tax prep piece? Listen, I wouldn't mind if most of the tax return was done as long as I have the final say on it, right? I mean, aren't all of us doing that now? Most of us are using programs like SurePrep or some sort of scan and import feature. We're using AI to prepare tax returns. But I think we're saying we need to provide additional services like tax planning services so that we can provide more value to the clients, bill higher fees, get paid for what our knowledge really is. Because, listen, if you're a CPA, you pass that exam. You have the knowledge to be able to provide your clients with higher level services. And maybe it's time to continue your education. And get educated on the planning aspect of things. And I think this is what sets you different than just a regular old 1040 processing accountant. It is being able to provide strategies like, hey, maybe you should max out your HSA account. The HSA account, this health savings account, isn't just for your medical expenses this year. This is a tax deferred account. It has tax free growth and the withdrawals are tax free if the expenses are qualified and you can have this continue to grow until you've reached retirement age. So this is a whole other retirement vehicle that people aren't talking about or you know what? I agree with you. I think it's important to diversify. In a perfect world, should everybody have a Roth account that can continue to grow tax-free and only a Roth account? I mean, that would be awesome. That would be great for everybody. But people just don't have the ability to do that or didn't start off that way. So maybe it's going to cost them too much money and it's not the right fit for them. But you can do the backdoor Roth in addition to your tax-deductible retirement planning. And Maybe accountants aren't looking for that. Do you have an IRA set up? Is everything in a 401k? You might be eligible to put $6,000 in a year and do the backdoor Roth, and people don't understand it.
1: Yeah, not only that, but from a diversification standpoint, what happens when they change the rules? They have to look for every way they can raise revenues, and they may have to say, look, we meant well when we did the Roth rules way back then. And we're not going to tax what you put into there after tax, but we're going to have to go in and tax all the growth, right? That could happen. And same thing with life insurance. I have people loading up life insurance policies, the the cheapest policy that we can get, and you put in extra money based on the tax limitations, and you put that money into indexes where it doesn't lose money and it can gain nicely. You take it out later on and it's all tax-free. They could come around and say, we're not going to let that anymore. But the bigger risk there is that if you cancel life insurance policies, those people that had insurance might end up being on the welfare rolls 10 years later. So they've always grandfathered things with the life insurance. I don't know how much you can grandfather on the Roth. They're doing so much Roth right now because it's a band-aid. It raises revenues right now. So they keep increasing the Roth options and limits and all that stuff, but it's going to bite you later on. So. They really have to buckle down and we have to be thinking about this in advance. On the HSA, I just wanted to add a point. Let's say you put the max into an HSA for 20 or 30 years. You could have several hundred thousand dollars in there by then. And then the rates go up to 94% like they did under Reagan. If you have a Roth and you have an HSA and you have life insurance, different places you can pull from, most of that's not going to go on your tax return. Maybe none of it does. And with the HSA, it doesn't have to be just for medical expenses during retirement. You can build that thing up, keep records from prior years, and go back and say, we spent 10000 this year, 18000 this year, 4000 that year. You can take that money out in retirement just because you spent it earlier without using the HSA. And you don't have to spend it on medical bills. As long as you can justify it for prior medical bills, you can go out to lunch on it. You can spend that money on anything. So there's a lot of tricks to get ready for this higher tax environment we have to go through.
0: Those are really good points. So I think that it's really important for tax professionals to work closely with financial advisors. I'm a big proponent of working with a professional team for our clients. It's important for me as a CPA who's not a financial advisor to work closely with the advisor, work closely with an attorney, and make sure we're all on the same page. Make sure we have the client's goals aligned, short-term goals, long-term goals. And if you're not working with an advisor, there are plenty of advisors out there. You definitely want to vet who you're working with. And actually, David, if you want to talk a little bit about the process and the program that you have going, I think it could be very helpful to a lot of accountants out there.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I've been doing this for 35, 40 years. I'm trying to retire, but it's a critical time right now to hand off the baton to good people that I know will carry on what I did on a very small scale. And if I can help the CPAs and tax enrolled agents, tax professionals get past a few of the hurdles. One is, explaining some of this stuff to clients. I put together a number of videos where I explain the the debt problem. I explain the basics of taxes. I explain Roth accounts. I even explain life insurance. So these are things that will disturb your clients and wake them up and help them understand why you want to charge them more and do more for them. I think that's going to help people to get through a couple of the barriers that tax professionals will face as they transition. And beyond that, I will hook them up with advisors that I have vetted and that believe what I believe that use the right products and prevent them from falling prey to somebody that's not going to do a good job. And then if they start working together and I'll monitor that a little bit, I'll be a backstop. I'll come in and give a third opinion. I think I can do a lot of help As I transition to retirement, I think I can help thousands of people wake up and smell the coffee and be a little bit ahead of the game. I'm not telling people not to pay taxes. I'm telling them to choose your rate. Choose today's rates or choose tomorrow's rates. And you're like married to the IRS and they get to call the rules on how much they get to keep and how much you get to keep. Why would you want that? Pay up now and diversify and get tax-free as much as you can And then you pay what you have to pay later on, but you're going to be in a better position.
0: So this is opposite of all the TikTok advice out there that says, (laughs) you know, hey, write off your Range Rover and pay no tax. That's really what we hear from a lot of clients. Like, how do I not pay anything? And David is saying, you know what? You want to pay now because you don't want to pay later. Um, so I think we touched a lot of really good points on today's episode. We spoke about the national debt and tax rates and options that you have to diversify your retirement or your savings and the importance of being able to provide more value to your clients by working with other professionals or, hey, maybe even becoming David and going to sit for that CFP license and doing both. Really, I think David and I believe that there is endless opportunity out there for the environment that accountants are in because this grinding every day and just pushing out tax returns, it's not sustainable. You don't want to do it. People are miserable and your clients aren't happy, but your clients will be happy when you provide them information like this. So thank you so much, David. Where can we find you? What's the name of your program that you're running right now?
1: Okay, you can go to my website, taxfreetutors.com, and it's an ever-building process there. I've got some free videos that you can watch, recordings of webinars and tax-free sweet spot, things like that. My course that I do charge a fee for is on Udemy, and it's called Tax-Saving Secrets Your Advisors Aren't Showing You. But there's a link to that also on TaxFreeTutors.com. Of course, I'm in LinkedIn. That's probably where I'm most active. And it's Dave Spence CFP on LinkedIn.
0: Well, everybody, connect with Dave. Thank you for listening today. And may your balance sheets be prosperous.
1: Thank you, Kelly. If you've been loving the energy and insights we bring to each episode, we love to hear from you.
0: Head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and written review to let us know what your favorite part of the show is.
1: Your feedback helps us reach more professionals who could benefit from the show and create more episodes you love.
0: We can't wait to hear your thoughts.